0: hey y'all hey what's up it's your girl jimay jackson welcome back to the blonde misfit podcast if this is your first time tuning in welcome girl you know i always love a new guest around here so go on get comfortable prop your feet up get you some wine get you some edge control whatever you need to get comfortable okay because we are all about comfort over here if this is not your first time welcome there girl all of my misfit gang 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 wrapping up in here i love to see it um, regardless if you are new or you old, oh, look, we got space for you here. For those of you guys who do not know, the Blonde Misfit Podcast is a fashion and beauty podcast that specifically talks about fashion, beauty, and entrepreneurship and usually my just random ramblings of life. <laughs> um, specifically for multicultural um, women and specifically for black women. I created this podcast in 2020 the start of the pandemic because one people kept saying girl i want you to talk about stuff like i want to know more about your personality and even though y'all don't physically see me i feel like a lot of people connect with me on the podcast because y'all listen to me and you be like girl literally like how you talk is how i talk you be cracking up at your own jokes i do that too um but really i started the podcast to create a sense of community not just with black women but with all of us especially as we were going through different things and distancing and quarantining and whatnot and y'all have just come up and like really shown up for me even when I took my little hiatus (laughs) like right like acting like I was a celebrity or something when I took my little hiatus y'all have come back and y'all are showing me love and y'all are really supporting the podcast and so thank you thank you thank you um but no matter what you already know what I'm about to ask make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast you know you're downloading our episodes cool but make sure you also subscribe to the podcast and if you are listening specifically in like apple Podcasts, make sure that you are also leaving us a rating and a review all you got to do is scroll down literally y'all it takes 10 seconds you ain't got 10 seconds i know you do because you got time to listen to the podcast come on Just scroll down, leave us that little five star rating, leave a review if something in particular or a particular episode really resonated with you. Um, I like to use these a lot in my analytics, but also to figure out how can I continue to amplify and build up the podcast so that it is something that you guys want to tune into and listen to each week. Um, I look at my analytics a lot. That is why you may may or may not have noticed, but certain content changes, uh, the, the length of the podcast changes, the day we post may change, uh, the guests who come on may change, and that is because I am looking at the numbers. And so, make your voice heard. Vote for Jemang. <laughs> but, like, just give me the five-star rating review, and that'll be cool for me, too. <laughs> so, um, I also want to say, say thank you so much to... You guys who showed love on my last podcast episode. Um, you guys really liked it and, and interacted with it a lot, especially more on social, I said I would say, than actually the episode itself. But i talked about black women and luxury, sort of the taboo topic of that, um, what luxury means to me, because it, to me, it's not about designer or how much money you spend on something. It's much bigger than that. But then also, I talked in that episode about how I have scaled my business to be a five-figure business and to some people that may not seem like a lot they like my, some people might be like oh girl you ain't a six-figure business you ain't a seven-figure business to which I say yet I do not detest small beginnings the bible says that okay not to do that so I do not myself I have come a long way and it does not matter to me if my journey has been slower to scale i am trying to build something of lasting work and worth okay so um if you did not check out that episode make sure you do it'll be down in the description box below if you want to link out or you could just go to my show page and you should be able to like look at all the episodes because you might just want to you know one day just block out a couple hours and just like listen to a lot of episodes i don't know and do y'all do that because i do that all the time especially if it's been really busy at work or something and i just haven't had a chance to like catch up on all my all my good tea with all the, the podcasts that i like to listen to child i will set myself up and from the time i awake until the time i go to sleep i will just listen to podcast episodes and so honestly it was because of my love for podcasts see like podcasts that was really kind of what prompted me to start my own. So um, if you want to binge watch me, go on and binge. You know, it's good content, it's quality, okay? It's koala tea, okay? But let's get into today's episode. So I want to talk to y'all about, oh, this idea that influencers and content creators, that our lives are just amazing and wonderful and sparkly and we don't ever deal with anything no one in particular said this to me but i recently read a really really amazing article by the bbc essentially talking about how like there is no such thing as a not that there is no such thing as a dream job but why studies have shown that so many people start jobs that they think are dream jobs and within a matter of months or years it's a nightmare and i mean how many how many of us can actually attest to that like if we be in like 100 150 right How many times have you said, Oh my God, this is my dream job. This is my dream role. This is my dream company, yada, yada, yada. And then you get up in there and I don't know, at some point the people start pissing you off. You start realizing that your job is not glossy and fancy and anything that you're actually doing a lot more menial tasks and things that you want to say are beneath you. Um, You're not happy and you just mentally and emotionally checked out. Well, The article talked about how a lot of that actually falls on unrealistic expectations that are set, not just by the employer, but also through the employee. So you're thinking, oh my God, I'm gonna be doing this, that, and the third, and your employer is saying, oh, we want you to be passionate, we want you to love what you do, and then you realize, well, the things that you guys want me to do are not things that I actually like or that I wanna do, so now the passion is gone and dead. Like, there's, there's so much to this and it prompted me to start thinking about my journey as a content creator and how i think a lot of people feel that our jobs are these dream jobs right people look and see the fun fancy things they see the events they see uh i guess the notor not the notoriety but like the high publicity they might see that you get free products or you might get free clothing or you might get to work with a lot of these cool bigger brands. People see all of those things but what they don't actually see is everything that happens behind the scenes to even make that happen. Um, I would definitely say that if you're looking at it from a percentage perspective, 70% of the work I'm doing as a content creator is really not glam and glossy at all. For instance, like right now as I record this podcast, I'm in my pajamas and I have a face mask on, my hair is wrapped up in a bonnet, and I'm sitting here as I edit two blog posts because one has to go up um, the day um, tomorrow and then another one has to go out later on in the week. Mind you, it's also like after midnight. And the only reason why I waited this long is because I was working on other things earlier today because I don't work on my stuff during the workday. So I have to wait till I'm off work. There are so many things that people see, don't see, because they only see the finished result or product. And the reason why I like to be very honest and transparent about not just my journey, but also sharing with people like the highs and the lows of being a content creator or an influencer or whatever you want to call it is because i feel like a lot of people want to do something that they don't even know what they're signing up for and i don't say it as a way to deter people i don't say it as a way of saying nah girl you don't want no parts of this because honestly i personally am supportive of whatever life decisions you make i love entrepreneurship I love the idea of you getting to call your own shots and you getting to like live life on your on your own terms in a way um and i'm always going to support that for other people especially for marginalized communities who have often found that these mainstream publications or mainstream industries don't really give us the opportunity to authentically show up as ourselves that being said people who think that oh tomorrow I'm going to become a fashion influencer or a beauty influencer and I'm just going to have 50,000 followers and the posts are just going to be made and the YouTube videos are just going to happen and this is just going to happen for me and that is going to happen to me I do think are setting up those unrealistic expectations that they talk about in the article and then when you get into the 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 weeds and and what is it the I was gonna say the weeds and the thickets. I think that is the right word, but I don't know. Don't quote me. But when you get in, when you get up in there, okay, <laughs> Just say that. When you get up in there, and then you start to realize, like, what do you mean? The other day, I had to sit down with someone on my on my team because we had to start going over invoices and and making sure that everything was accounted for because obviously when you have contracts and stuff you outline in your contract when your payment terms are well i know some people probably know this but others may not some brands no matter how big or small they are may not pay you on time and now you have to do that very uncomfortable and annoying thing of following up with a brand and seeing what payment is and seeing where it's at and seeing if they lost it I had an instance most recently where I had done work months and months and months ago for a brand, a bigger brand and they had not paid me and then I found out that the person who I was working with was gone. Child, she upped and left. She wasn't even working there anymore and now I'm looking like a chicken with my head cut off, but like instead of running around, I'm like just laid out on the floor because now i'm like i have no idea who i'm supposed to designate uh my emails to because there was only one person on the email thread (laughs) and the person on my team who was doing the outreach was like yo i don't know what to do because like who do we talk to and it is those are the things that people don't get to see and you often don't share them because they're not the beautiful glam and glossy side of the business right people always want to say oh my god you make all this money and th- but people never want to talk about the fact that you got to chase people down to get paid you know my rent unfortunately doesn't take IOUs my bills don't take uh, deferred payment and so when you actually have to then now make those decisions yourself and you have to pursue those opportunities. have to like make those decisions as a boss and now don't get me wrong being an entrepreneur is great because if you are someone who you don't think that your boss is competent or if you think you know what I could do this myself I could be a boss I could be a manager I could be this I could be that you have the opportunity to put all of those things into action and try it for yourself But at the same time, when you actually start doing those things, you realize it's hard doing them all on your own. It's hard being your assistant and it's hard being your manager. It's hard being your publicist, it's hard being uh, anything. And then all of a sudden you realize, especially when you're small and you're strapped strapped for cash and you're a scrappy brand, it's hard when you got to juggle all of those hats at one time. You know, my day job. I get to clock in and I clock out anything that happens during the hours of clocking in and clocking out that is designated for what it is that I am doing I look at my JD and my JD specifically mentioned what it is that I am required to do and what I'm not when you're an entrepreneur you don't have that (laughs) you don't like you may want to say that you do but if you are the founder and the owner of your brand you are everybody's job, and you got to do all of them well. You got to know how to do X, Y, and Z. You got to know how to do things that you didn't even think you would have to know how to do. You know, if someone on my team gets sick, man, I got to step in and I got to do their job. If something is missing and, or an asset is missing or something like that, it falls on me to now fix it or to make amends there's just so many things I want to just drive home this point, right, that like, are wonderful about being an entrepreneur. But there are also so many things that people do not account for. And they don't plan. And they don't think about the larger picture of what is going to be required in order for you to do x, y and z. Another thing people don't think about, is the fact that even though it always looks like you're supported or it looks like you're thriving or it looks like you're prospering that there's still a lot of what's the word competition maybe in the influencer marketing space there's still some people who think that they have to be the only one or You're still, in a way, competing against the algorithm. You're competing against people who do similar things as you do. And sometimes you can get that support and sometimes you you can't. Or you don't. I've talked about this before in podcast episodes. About how there was a point a lot... Well, actually, there were multiple points in my journey where it used to really frustrate me that no matter how good or gracious I would be to certain people, I would never get that respect back. And these are people who had bigger followings, who had more money, who had bigger brand campaigns and, and deals. But either they were fixated on being the only one, or they just wanted to be around others at their level. And You would think that with all of the money out there in the world the fact that the influencer industry is now like a billion dollar industry that people would be more willing to share or be willing to help or even just be willing to support and honestly like create a community of support but that's just not the case so yes you do get to see some people who have like their influencer friends and they all post photos of brunch or themselves laughing in those weird poses as they walk down the street like very carefree black girl sex in the city vibes you have those and you have that authenticity but you also do still have quite a few people who they're trying to just make it out on their own right like they they're figuring it out but honestly they have to kind of cheer themselves on because they don't have that support system it's really really sad because I think a lot about how things don't have to be the way that they are but unfortunately it's it becomes a thing where it takes and it will require a lot of people to come together and speak out on certain things for certain things to change But what you can do, and what I have done, is continue to just walk in whatever it is that I believe God has for me. If you gotta do it alone, okay. If you gotta do it afraid, okay. If you gotta do it with $20 in your pocket or whatever, all right. There are so many things that you have to try for yourself and there are so many things that sometimes you will just be required to walk out on faith, because things may not always look or appear like they are going to work for you it's frustrating it's frustrating it's uncomfortable but it's something that has to happen and I don't know if this resonates with you guys But for me, I have to just kind of trust myself that whatever it is that I am supposed to do, I will do. In my own unique way, (laughs) in my own unique timing and divine timing of sorts, it will get done. But it's also something where when you sign up to do this work, you're signing up to be challenged in a way that you have to believe in yourself long before anything else happens you know good point and example when i was creating content for uh the blonde misfit years ago i was creating the content as if i already had a large view a large readership i was creating the content as if i already had the brand deals or as if i already had the Um, the publicity or the fame or or the whatever, I still try to carry myself even now in a way where I'm trying to walk in those things as if I already have them. And not as if I'm expecting for them to happen. And the reason why is because showing up, showing up is so much a part of the battle. But it's the thing that scares us all the most. And when you are a content creator and it is literally your job to put your life or facets of your life or some type of something out in the world to share with other people, you can get so caught up in like, okay, where am I at right now? What is, what's going on with me right now? Instead of thinking, okay, but no, like, this is what I'm trying to do. I hope, I hope like what I'm saying is making sense. Like, it's so easy to get into that comparative mode and it's so easy to get stuck <laughs> because you're too busy wondering if you're doing something right or if something is going right or something is going wrong. Now, that is different because in, in a day job or let me say, in a in a job where you work for somebody else, they tell you if you're doing something right or not. They tell you if you messing up or if something is starting to steer too left or too right, how do we get back to center? How do we get back on track? When you do this for yourself, you 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 have to figure it out on your own, and that is scary. Honestly, it has been such a an interesting journey. As someone who is a self-prescribed Uh, recovering perfectionist to work in an industry and work in the influencer space and tell myself that wherever I'm at right now is where I'm supposed to be. It is really hard. I'm a recovering perfectionist who also wants to be liked by people. I don't want to make people mad. I want people to be happy. I want them to be comfortable. I want people to like me. But I work in an industry where (laughs) all of those things can literally be your downfall. Fixating too much on how other people feel, how other people care or don't care about you, how other people like or don't like you, how they think about you and your hair, your body, your makeup, your skin, how you spend your money, where you go, who you with, who you show, who you don't fixating on all of that takes you away from focusing on the main thing and it has been beautiful for me to witness even my own journey in this as I've been more intentional with self-care as I've been more intentional with making sure that I'm keeping the main thing the main thing I'm keeping what is supposed to be the focus and the why of why I do things just like right there and i have these moments of reflection sometimes because i'm i get nervous that yes i get nervous that i may not scale i get nervous that my my podcast won't grow more or my website won't grow that the analytics will stagnate I'm posting a YouTube video this week. If it's not already up by the time y'all listen to this, you think I'm not afraid that that thing will flop? And now I gotta look at these little scamp numbers and I'm like, y'all, check out my YouTube. It's all cool. And then, like, the numbers are trash. <laughs> but you see how, like, all of that is literally these vanity metrics that I'm saying. But who says that it was trash? Was the quality good? Was the content there? Was it made for the girls? And did it do what it was supposed to do? Then it wasn't trash, it was actually a success. And those are those internal dialogues I have to have with myself every single day. Like literally the same way that I wake up and I eat and I breathe and I sleep and I eat some more. I literally have to have those conversations with myself those internal dialogues that tell me that I am enough I am more than enough and it doesn't matter if I got five people who listen or 500 people or 5,005 mil I have to continue to show up and honor the craft and honor what it is that God has for me and then you got to get up and you got to go do i think i've talked about this on the podcast if not i've certainly talked about it in other mediums so on the website or on um my social media by the way i don't think i, I mentioned this yet but if you're not already you bugging. you know i have a whole website theblondmisfit.com. there's also instagram twitter facebook and pinterest i'm at theblondmisfit also if you head over to the website you can sign up for our email newsletter and let me tell you i'm sorry i know i'm like literally like steering off but let me tell you y'all have been eating up these email newsletters okay your girl has been up in them letters dragging y'all respectfully helping y'all see the best in yourself and you guys have been loving it so please 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 if you're not already doing so baby make sure that you um sign up for the email newsletter so that you can stay up to date it goes out once a week um obviously you can also follow us across social media again i'm, I'm launching a youtube video um, channel the channel is already up so if you type in the blog it's already there but like new content good content this time okay um and so yeah like all of these things are there so you can check us out because i don't want you to just listen to me on a podcast like interact with your girl like on other places and stuff now, back to a regularly scheduled program. <sighs> you have to just trust that what you're doing is what it is. And it will be what it's supposed to be. And that internal dialogue is something that entrepreneurs, content creators, influencers, talent, whomever, that you have to have every single day. And respectfully, I don't have those questions in my day job. In any job that I've had, like working for someone else, working for a major company, even freelancing, I don't have those existential questions of, is my worth tied to my work? Well, let me not say that. I used to feel that way. I used to feel like my worth was tied to my work. And I believe that that was why I struggled in certain jobs, because the work, to me was not a reflection of the worth and the impact that i wanted to drive i got out of that okay now at this point it's like a job is a job the check is the check okay y'all gonna help me pay for these luxurious items <laughs> um and if anything else you gonna help me so i can finance my dreams and everything else i'm gonna do my job i'm gonna do it well i'm gonna kill it but i've learned how to rechannel and refocus my energy. But that being said, I can't not take things personal on my own platform. <laughs> you know? Like, if someone comes up and they be like, oh my god, Jimmy, like your podcast episode was trash. Like, of course I'm going to feel some type of way. I'm like, girl, what part? Like, where was it at? Where was the disconnect? What happened, child? Like, it's natural. You, we, you, you see so much of your identity and your worth in your work. And again as a recovering perfectionist there is the challenge of disassociating the two and realizing that whatever I put out that if it goes back to the main objective of what I am striving to do which is to amplify the voices of marginalized communities and highlight black women in the fashion and beauty and entrepreneurial space then I have to leave it at that And that will be the winning factor for me. These are all things, again, people don't talk about and people don't see on the back end of entrepreneurship. People simply see the beautiful photos. They see the photo shoots. They see the curated um, Instagram stories. They see the thousands and thousands of likes or the i don't know the big brand names the paid partnerships things that like you can do on instagram people see all of the that but they don't see all of the internal and external things happening in the back that most of us literally are going through every single day and this doesn't even count different things of the business that you have to do so for instance i talked earlier about finances and how crucial finances are now i don't know if y'all knew this or not but like i am not a finance girl okay i know how to stack my money i know how to lick my chips and i know how to read a bank statement i know how to pay my credit card (laughs) and i know how to swipe it okay I don't know nothing about no finances like bigger things like that but like certain things you got to know when it's time to do taxes you gotta know certain things when it's time to pay them taxes you gotta know when it's time to pay people for freelance projects or um you know drafting up different contracts don't even get into the legal aspect of a child like the legal part like the contracts when you work with this person and you work with that person yes you can hire someone who can do that But a lot of people don't have money. When you're a small business, you don't have money to put a lawyer on retainer or an assistant who can keep up with every single thing that's coming in and out the inbox. A lot of those things are things that like you may have to take on. And even if you hypothetically can't outsource that to somebody else, you still are going to have some level of, okay, I want to make sure that I know what's going on in my business. Because again... When you are the face or the the face of your brand, anything that happens, good or bad, is a, looks as if it's a reflection of you. It doesn't matter if it was so-and-so, if it was a different person who did this, or if it was a different person who did that, it looks like it was you. And I wish that this conversation around the not glossy side of being a content creator, or the very unfun side of being an influencer was discussed more. Because I think that it would prepare people more to understand what will be required of them, should they decide to pursue this. But it also I think would give people the opportunity to extend more grace. To those of us who are doing all these things and are balancing these different hats and are trying to show up in all of these different mediums because we just make it look easy but it's not <laughs> it's not when you I, I I, did a reel last week or the week before and I was essentially hitting y'all with the Snoop Dogg I want to thank my team and it literally was just like photos of me in different poses, like with the caption, like my creative director, my um, assistant, my this, my that. Now, don't get me wrong. I do have a few people on the team who help do things. And this, that slowly has helped me start focusing more on the things that I need to do in the actual content buildings, um, the content building aspect of it. But it's still a very small team, it's very strapped. And when I tell people, yes, I have a YouTube, yes, I have a podcast, yes, I have a website that consistently puts out new content, yes, we have um, an active you know, social, social following on Instagram, on Twitter, on Pinterest, on Facebook, yes, I do speaking engagements, yes, we do moderations, yes, we're on Instagram and we do reels, we do stories, we do IGTV, yeah, yeah, yeah. People only are going to look at a few things. They're like, okay, what is the quality like? And is it actually something that applies to me? They don't take into account all of the work that goes behind the scenes um, to make it happen. And even who is helping make it happen. Like, people don't ask those questions because they don't care. People just care about the finished product. And I want people to still care about the product. You know, y'all know, I care about quality. And in fact, it is my obsession with quality that prohibits me sometimes and, and makes me actually step in my own way because I don't wanna put something out if it's not to the quality that I want it to be. Learning how to, learning how to unlearn that, okay? So we're just gonna be patient, I'm, I'm, I'm unlearning. <laughs> but I want people to know that there is so much that happens and goes behind the scenes. So the next time you want to judge someone because you didn't like how they did this or this wasn't maybe their best work or that or whatever. You also are taking into account everything else that they're working on and building and that they're doing it on their own. They don't have the millions of dollars that are backed behind them that come from when you work at another publication or when you work at a at a at a company. Um know and you're on salary like no what you make is what you make (laughs) and that is honestly why I have to command the rates that I do first of all because child I feel like that could be a whole nother episode but I'll just say that's another thing when you go into job interviews and you say no actually the salary expectations that I have are X Y and Z to X Y and Z people will be like oh okay let's see what we can do Chow, let you say something like that oftentimes in an influencer space now i know that some people think some people have the best time with that some people talk about their rates in fact we did a um if you have not already heard it, the Blind Misfit interviewed uh, lifestyle influencer and blogger Maddie James and we had an amazing episode that talked all about learning and commanding your rates. And so if you have not already done so, listen to that episode because Maddie was saying things that honestly I was like, wow, I need to get on it. And in fact, that episode was what prompted me to even start an email newsletter chain because at first I didn't have one and then I was like, oh my God, like let me do it and it is growing like we are in the three figures now which is really really cool but some some influencers have an easy time easier time than others negotiating brand campaigns contracts and money then you got a few myself included who sometimes we got to go back and forth with the with the brand a couple of times and it's like you have to be your best negotiator you have to be your biggest cheerleader you got to be your best agent you got to be this you got to be that i got to work with people the people on my team have to believe in my brand more than i do because there's so much bullshit (laughs) that gets encountered on a daily basis that you have to just be a hundred percent down for down for the course to make it happen and I just want to say this as I close off because I am I'm finna close because y'all I am sleepy and I need to wash my face but I just wanna say that this episode is in no way, shape or form a, a slight at influencing or content creation. This is not me saying don't do it <laughs> I know a little I literally sat here and I like told y'all all the crazy shit that happens up in here but I promise you it's not that at all all I'm simply saying is that there is no job in the world where every single second of every single moment you're just gonna love every single thing about that job there might be but there are but for most jobs no matter how glossy no matter how prestigious the outlet no matter how big the name no matter how much the money there's always going to be parts of the job that just drive you mad honestly or that you're just like why do I have to do X X Y Z and when you are a content creator or influencer An entrepreneur, I should just say. There are a lot of, there's a lot of that. Again, I think I said earlier, the percentage probably is like a 70-30. The 30 is what the world gets. The 70 is what the team and I gotta work and do (laughs) to make it so that the 30%. Point an example, the blog post that you guys read, you guys read it in what? Five, ten minutes? But the time that it takes to actually write it and then to edit it and then to put links in and then make sure that there's you know that it's optimized for seo to plan it out on the social strategy making sure it's in our editorial calendar all of these things it takes so much more time than the few minutes that it's going to take you to read and consume it. respect the craft and really give love and show love to us creators as we create That is why I love y'all so much who hop in my DMs or who send me emails or who like or say something under my photos and um, you just affirm me that I am on the right journey and I'm on the right path because it's a very lonely thing sometimes, often actually. And it means so much to me that y'all feel seen in the content or y'all feel seen in what it is that I'm trying to do and that me taking the chance on myself was worth the bet and so if you are also out there and you're interested in getting into influencing or you want to look into being an entrepreneur I definitely say that it's worth it absolutely 10 toes down it's worth it but just know what you're signing up for before you get there and with that i'm gonna close out this podcast episode i'm gonna get me a little drinky drink. just kidding i'm getting some ginger ale okay my my entire month of june is dedicated to not drinking um (laughs) i don't know why i did that child look it's been rough but um i'm just gonna head off and, and finish everything that i gotta do I hope you guys have liked this episode um sometimes when I just get into these rants and ramblings these honestly are some of the episodes that perform the best because I think you guys just really enjoy and feel seen in the content so if you if you liked it again make sure you leave us that rating and review in Apple Podcasts you can also share this podcast episode I think it's on like the little right hand side it's a little arrow You can share it you can share it in stories you can take a screenshot and share it on twitter on facebook whatever um tag us at the blonde misfit across social channels and yeah everything again is linked down in the description box below so you guys can check out us on other platforms and to make sure you just stay up to date on all things misfit anywho i love you guys so much stay blessed stay beautiful stay black only if you black (laughs) but most importantly stay in misfit